Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. <laughs> Welcome back to The Hangover. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Flexin' Tony Deff is on the other side of the mic as well. And we are talking about the NFL draft. From Najee to Presley, we've got nine new Steelers. We're going to talk about them all. We've talked about a few of them. We've already talked about Najee Harris. We have had an opportunity to talk about Kendrick Green as well, and a little bit of Presley Harvin, the new punter, a big, big man. I can't wait to see this guy. You know, it's a shame that the new jersey rolls don't apply to punters. I wanted to see like a huge number on this guy. <laughs> That'd be number 99. Yeah, I wanted to see like either that or double zeros. I mean, yeah, yeah. well, you could possibly give out zero again. I mean, uh, that would be great. Jerry Cherry Band just called you Tony Guns. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. I guess uh, it's uh, at this point, I, I, I would welcome that. Almost 49. So, yeah. And hey, just got to let you know, Bad Itch is here. He's sorry he's late, but he's only here so he doesn't get fined. What well, is your OTA? So I think it's voluntary. Uh, no, I'm, no, there's, I, I'm fining him. Bad Itch. <laughs> I don't know what I'm finding you. You might have to sorry. break out a super chat. I'm fine. Sorry about it. She makes the rules. I, I, I... <laughs> uh, see, he's just B A D itch. I'm capital B, capital A, capital D. There you go. So, there you go, bad itch. It, it's good to see you. See all all these names. This is this is the best part as we go along. And it took a while for the Facebook folks because we just started getting Facebook folks in November or December. 
So it took a while, but now I'm getting to know all of these names. And we have 184 in the live chat. And as we go, we see more and more that we're so familiar with. And that's why we love for you to be a part of this family. Um, Jeff Kozlowski, I'm going to make fun of myself. He's making fun of me. I, one of my favorite moments of the draft was when Jeff and the boys were making fun of Bad's full moon. I realized that I was I was running out of battery on my laptop and I rushed in to start the show and I didn't plug it in. So I thought I was off mic and I bent over and you saw my big butt in the, in the, uh, on the screen. So I'm sorry about that. Luckily wasn't wearing a belt, but luckily you didn't see skin. You just saw a giant pair of jeans. My, uh, they weren't Wranglers. I wear Adam Levine jeans. So oh, I, wow. yeah, I, I, Got them years ago. They're the most comfortable jeans. The Maroon 5 lead singer has good jeans. And I'm not, I'm not talking about genealogy either. I'm talking about blue jeans. They're good stuff. I don't even know if they make them anymore. I need to see if I could find some more. But yeah, Bad's Big Butt. Yeah, they, it's... I'm sorry I missed that. I, I should have <laughs> tuned in. I should have uh, should have uh, been on the podcast, I guess. I, miss, I missed out. And you know what? I didn't even get any super chats for my big butt. And that's <laughs> that's disappointing. You would think my giant onion would have gotten me some some super chat money. <laughs> Farlap's far giving me a dollar, I guess. <laughs> I guess it's for my butt. Thanks, Farlap. I appreciate it. Uh, all right, let's. So let's go on. Um, we've talked about some of these. Some of these are going to get interesting. Now, I made up this list, so I didn't assign names. I don't even know who Tony's assigning to him. Um, the eight of clubs. So I'm thinking the eight of clubs, it's still a valuable card, but it's one of those blue collar cards. Wouldn't you say? Ah, uh, yes, absolutely. Right in the middle of the pack. Yeah. It, so it, it, it could get you a straight, you know, it could, it could be part of a full house, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's important. All the right. cards are important. Right. But so who's your blue collar guy from this draft, Tony? Who who's the one that you think is going to have to work hard, but will work hard and that will be a very valuable member of this team? I'm thinking it could be Buddy Johnson, fourth round pick out of the second fourth round pick out of AM. He reminds me just from reading about him and, and watching some highlights, he reminds me a lot of uh Vince Williams. Uh, you know, he's picked a little higher than Vince was sixth round in, in 2013, but you know, he's a, he's a team leader. He's forceful. Um, uh, he's good around the line of scrimmage. He's somebody who could come in maybe and, and, and steal one of those uh, or the second inside linebacker job. If not this year, maybe in a year or so. So I, he was more of my questionable pick just because I don't know enough about him. I'm actually going to go in another direction on this one. I agreed with you on the other two. My eight of clubs is I actually think it's going to be Dan Moore Jr. Also of Texas A&M. I, I really think this is a guy that is going to have to work hard. He's not going to be handed the job, oh, but no. I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be really tough for this team. And Felicia love Felicia. She, she agrees with me on this. Dan Moore Jr. Is the eight for her as well. I, I think I really think so. I like that pick more than I I think about it. And guess who his workout partner was in Who's the that? offseason? Who's that? Ken Kendrick Green. 
Ah, oh, there you go. I don't know how they knew each other. <laughs> they worked out like crazy, and and they didn't go to the same school. But and, it, and apparently they both love they love the block for the run, which is what you want. Yeah. So I really I really love that that these guys are going to come in, uh, and it's it's really important when you're fighting for jobs and you have that cohesiveness with somebody too, on that offensive line. Um, you know, I think of two guys that were drafted, and Farlap's going to bring them up in a super chat, and it made me think of this. When I think of the 1980 draft, the number five pick of the 1980 draft was a lineman out of Syracuse named Craig Wolfley. Yeah. Who do you associate with Craig Wolfley? Tunch. All the time. Tunch. Tunch. The number six pick of the 1980 draft. Yeah. So you have the number three pick of the 2021 draft and the number four pick, both linemen of the 2021 draft together. I'm going to associate these two together, even though they didn't go to the same school and Tunch and Wolf didn't go to the same school. Tunch went to Indiana state, but you always associated with them back then when they were playing and now too. And, and they were best buddies. So that's uh, really interesting there, but Farlap gives us $5. Um, You know, he gave me less money for my butt. Um, <laughs> I, I would assume I, a far left might be a lady. I don't know. Um, uh, male or female doesn't matter. We're all, we're all black and gold here. Um, OL pad level needs to improve, promote touch and Wolfley to get OL pad level. If they can learn the technique running game, we'll go. Those guys are great yeah. at, at the pad level. You know, I mean, sometimes they, they show up. And uh, they sh- they're there at camp all the time because they're calling it. Sometimes they help out a little bit. Um, the health situation with uh, with Tunch yeah. is very dire. Um, right. So uh, blessings out to Tunch and Wolf as well. Um, <clears throat> so there you go. I still haven't gotten my voice back, Tony from from the well, draft. That's okay. I mean, you had you you were you were uh you did a great you you all did a great job over the weekend, but but you you were really you were on all all weekend practically. Well, my we joked about this. My reaction to one of the picks <clears throat> was loud because it wasn't the position that I wanted. I watched and, it. I watched that podcast. <laughs> yeah. So and now and I'm going to talk about this guy. Um. I'm going to go ahead and talk about this guy in a little bit because I think he's might be one of our cards here, but so I'm not going to bring him up now. And I love, I love the player. It just wasn't the pick that I wanted at the time, but we're there. Um, I just want to jump in real quick. Reginald rivers. Hey, bad pick a number. You think green will wear. I have done that, but I'm not going to put it on this show. I'm going to ask you guys go to the editorial side. It should be, probably tomorrow or the next day i usually do the numbers article every single year and right. this year somebody wanted it and it was michael beck the live mike michael wanted it i said michael i take it every year usually i'm trying to give articles away i'm like hey take my articles please i said this <laughs> this is my favorite article that i do every year so let's have a little contest you and me we'll go head to head and we'll pick the numbers well we know that uh two years ago we were like I, I was five for eight when I did it last year. I was only two for six. Um, the, uh, I was sure that Chase Claypool was going to get number 83 
because he wore number 83 in college. They gave him number 11. But we know we're going to have one right already because Najee Harris already has his number. He's officially number 22. That was the worst kept secret. It's a so, great number too. Yeah, it's it's great. You know, one of my favorite Steelers of all time was number 22. One of my blue collar Steelers, I call him. The one that you're not going to consider in the uh, Hall of Fame. But John L. Williams from the yes, mid I was trying to think. Was it, was it him? I, yes. I love John L. One of my all-time favorites. Uh, too bad he wasn't a Steeler from the beginning. He was only there for two or three years. But he was a pro bowler in Seattle. Just great. Great as a fullback. Man, I love that guy. Um, so let's go ahead. <clears throat> so let's go ahead. And uh, James Galway says, I heard that down here in Laurel, Maryland. Um, me being in Maryland, and I, I'm a ways from, I'm probably about an hour from Laurel. But I, uh, my wife wanted to call the call the neighbors and tell them that I was okay, that it was all right, because <laughs> I, I probably screamed five no's. I did scream five no's. I ca they counted. And a, a certain expletive, which I shouldn't have, because it was a knee-jerk reaction. Right. Because yeah, I, want, I, I wanted was, him too. I was all set on Creed Humphrey. Yeah. But little did I know, Kendrick Green was coming in the third. Here's the right. thing. We scout all these guys. I did not know enough about Kendrick Green. But I will say this. This is why you check out BehindTheStillCurtain.com. Because last week on The War Room, Matty Peverell on the audio-only side featured on his big board, featured Kendrick Green. So I, I love it. I mean, he he picked, that, picked this guy out. And other guys were picking out uh, Pat Fryermuth, the guy I'm the pick I'm talking about. And we'll talk about him a little bit more in a little bit. But I uh I want to go back to my uh my eight of clubs, uh wrap that up. Dan Moore Jr. I I really I kind of like that pick. And here's another guy that I don't think we were too familiar with. I knew the guys like the James Hudsons, the fourth rounders, um the uh um Spencer Browns and guys like that, but <clears throat> I did not know. I did not know all these guys. Um, Alan Goddard, I haven't read this yet, gives us $9.99. Thank you so much, Alan. We really appreciate it. Correct me if I'm wrong, but last time the Steelers took a first round running back and had a dominant defense, they won the Super Bowl the following season. Oh, wait, Mendenhall. Well, they won. Yeah, they won that season. Yeah, they had a definitely had a dominant defense, and yeah, they they picked a number uh, a runner number one. We haven't seen them pick pick runners number one a lot. There was a there was a uh, a stretch where they did a lot. They back in 1979, they picked Greg Hawthorne Hawthorne out of Baylor. In 1980, in the eighth round, they picked Frank Pollard. Another favorite of you. I know you love them. I, I love, love them. I love them. Yeah. Out of Baylor in 1982, they picked, had a first round pick, Walter Abercrombie, out of Baylor. Baylor. And what, and what can you say about those three guys? The first one, but they, they had to convert to a receiver. The second one, or the third one, wasn't, didn't have much of a career. The, the eighth rounder, Frank Pollard, he, he was one of the best, maybe their best runner of the 1980s. The number six rusher in Pittsburgh Steeler history. Let yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Let's go to another super chat here before we move on. Um, Dave Shipley, drafting 
from me is like my wife leaving instructions. Bet she does it better in the Steelers I trust. Yeah, I like that, Dave. I, yeah. I, you know, because I'm getting to the point where I wish I was in that room. I wish I knew what they were doing. Not that I could report on it, just so I could know, so I could look into some of these guys. Yeah. But yeah, now I mean, we're looking into them. Now we're looking in, and and there you go. Um, Ezra says Abercrombie was a bust. Uh, the thing about Abercrombie, he was picked two picks behind number 12 overall, yeah. two picks behind Marcus Allen. Great player, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How interesting would have that been? Uh, so, but they, they didn't pass on Marcus Allen. At least no, they didn't he, pass. He was, he was gone. Yeah. So let's go ahead. Let's look at, let's look at the Joker. It's the questionable pick. And I think a lot of people probably have the same guy. I have I have the guy who my questionable pick is because I don't know a lot about him. I'll say it first because you meant uh you may have mentioned him before, and it's Buddy Johnson. Um Devodrick Buddy Johnson. Get yeah. to know his name is name's Devodrick. I just didn't know. I, I just don't know enough about him, but people are correcting me when I say that, saying that this guy is actually gonna be pretty good. But Tony, I have a feeling I know who yours is going to be, and I'll let you go ahead with it. Uh, Isaiah Loudermilk, the 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 guy they traded uh, with the Dolphins to move back into the fifth round. Um, the only, only reason why I say that is because he he, he seems a lot like Isaiah Bugs and, and Carlos Davis, somebody they could have gotten in the seventh round, maybe undrafted free agent, and yet they traded a. And I'm not married to the draft picks like a lot of people are, but the fact that they traded a, a future fourth round pick. To, to, to move up into the fifth round to get him, I I have to wonder why they did that when they probably got awaited. But but like I said, like I said earlier before the show, somebody obviously knows something that we don't, and and and, and there's something about him that they like. Maybe it's the defensive line coach, maybe it's Keith Butler, maybe it's Mike Tomlin, uh, maybe it's one of the scouts. Somebody saw something in him that that, that they feel he could he could um he could come in and 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 be something they, they can develop him but as of right now he's he's the joker as far as i'm concerned so i, I gotta bring up some of these comments they they're gold louder milk two percent more louder than other milk <laughs> nvr ndr this this one's classic if i can get it up here we go we lost a bud but got a buddy <laughs> <laughs> And John Trent says that John Trent likes that. I'll, I'll bring up John Trent. <laughs> That's great. I actually, I actually wrote that. Um, and, and soon to come, be coming out article. You wrote that too. Awesome. So, <laughs> okay, good. So we know you said that. Um, here's a, uh, let me bring this up. Cause it just, I'm not sure what this one is. Cause I losing it. But, uh, Badage says massive hail and tornadoes are here. I have to tap out and take the fine bad. Wow. Uh, morning signers are going off and there are no basements in Texas. See you taking cover. I didn't know that's where Badage was. Be safe, Badage. I, wow. I know we have those warnings here in Maryland too. We have tornado warnings in Maryland as well. Though the weather is getting nasty. So uh, be safe, Badage, and anybody else who is who is dealing with weather. Uh, that's because you know this is that season that you do worry about those those sort of things. Um, so yeah, louder milk. It's just a guy we don't know about, and I I understand that the everybody said a lot of people said well we could have gotten him maybe as an undrafted free agent. Shannon White 
was saying that as a priority free agent. Here's the thing about that is you can't guarantee that they're going to come here. You know, they've no, you can't. I mean, because when they free agent, they can go where they want. Um, so that's why you see guys. That's why they picked the punter. They yeah. wanted the punter and they, they didn't want to give him a choice. We talked about Carlton Hasselrig who was picked in the 12th round in 1989. We talked about this guy. He had free agent offers before the draft because nobody thought he was going to be drafted. Cleveland was one of them. Pittsburgh was interested. And Pittsburgh said, hey, it's a 12th round pick. And they had, I think, like 13, 14 picks in that draft. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, let's go ahead and let's make sure that he doesn't have a choice. Let's take him. And so that's exactly what we did. Um, so there's one that I didn't put on the list here. And so somebody's mentioning it. Let's uh, let's call it the steel pick, the steel card. Oh, you want me to go? Or you want to go first? I'll let you go first? because I think I I know oh. who the steel is for you. Oh, I, I I was I couldn't believe this the numbers on this guy Quincy, uh, Quincy. I hope I'm saying his last name correctly. Roche. You got it. Yeah, Quincy Roche from Miami via Temple. Three he spent his first three years here. Yeah, really Look productive. At- Look at his temple numbers. They're incredible. Yeah, yeah and, and I saw this when I was uh, uh, researching him. Uh, according to Pro Football Focus, he had 104 pressures over the last two years, which, which, according to them, the most by any defensive player in college the last two years. So, I mean, do with that what you will, but that's a pretty intriguing stat. He may have hurt himself. He definitely may have hurt himself by transferring. Yeah. But – Maybe not because you get a high profile look when you're at the University of Miami. When you're at the U, people are looking at you a lot more than they are at Temple. Absolutely. But what happens, this is what happens when you transfer for one year. You're going to kind of take a step back because you're not, you haven't been through the program. And it's, you know, it's just like trading a guy. Uh, you know, trading for a guy right before the season after camp is over, mm-hmm. it takes them a long time to to get involved. He still, I think he still had four and a half sacks at the University of Miami last yeah. year. And there was some other, uh, um, Jalen Phillips was there. You had some, there was another guy from the University of Miami as an edge rusher that was picked too. So uh, they were loaded with him. So I will say this, I think, yeah, I think he was an absolute steal. Let's go ahead and take a look at the wild card pick here. Do you want me to go first on this one? Sure, go ahead. I'm actually, look, I don't care that he's a second rounder. I think the wild card here is going to be Pat Frymuth. We have some people from Penn State on here um, we uh, that have talked about how much we're going to love this guy. My buddy, Doug you know, texted me right away. He goes to Penn state games, lives up there and, and he's a Steeler fan as well. And I mean, one of my best friends for, I mean, we've been following drafts together since we were in high school and he's like, man, we are going to love Muth. And you're going to hear, you're going to hear the sound Muth when he (laughs) catches the ball. And I think he's going to be fantastic. So my dismay was because it wasn't Creed Humphrey. I did not know what was going to happen in the third round. I love this pick now, but the reason I'm going to say he's going to be a wild card, he could be just another tight end 
or he could be a superstar. And yeah. I'm, I'm thinking that this guy, we're hoping he's a Travis Kelsey. I mean, some people have called him baby Gronk. They've called way too yeah. many people baby Gronk over the year. I don't <laughs> right. like that. Right. James Galway called, says baby Heath. He could be a baby Heath. Yeah. So yeah. what do you what do you think, Tony? I I'm glad you said it because we, we 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 have another one we agree on. Uh, this, that's what what I was going to go with for the wild card. I think you know people are looking. They're saying baby Heath and everything, but I you know and Heath was dynamic in his day. And if, if he was playing today, he might have might have been a slightly more uh, uh, tantalizing pass catching target because uh, he had a really good skill set. But yeah, I think I think Friar Muth can be something. He could be something really special. People are talking about the blocking with this guy and obviously that's an important thing that's one reason why they drafted him but i mean he could be a pretty he has a chance to be a good weapon downfield he's, he's athletic he's, he loves uh uh contact and 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 he's from what i read he's quote-unquote not lacking in self-confidence so i mean this guy could be something uh something special i i think i think he could like you said he could be like a, a superstar if, if he develops you know he could be the juju of this draft somebody that comes along and is so that we didn't see coming as far as somebody who's who could be really productive. All right. So we've got a lot of comments on Muth here. Ben will use Fryer Muth as a blocking tight end more than a passing weapon. At first, Mule, I'm go I'm gonna agree with Mule Skinner for a second. At first, as soon as Ben completes two balls to this guy, he's gonna love him and he's gonna use him. Because Ben has to feel you out. And right. once once Ben is comfortable and has your number, he doesn't lose it. He did the same thing with Vance McDonald. It took him a long time to get on the same page as Vance McDonald. Remember the comment I just made about having a, having a player that comes in in a trade. Right. And that's exactly what happened. He didn't play in that fourth preseason game in 2017 when he came over. I'm talking about Vance McDonald. But at the end of that playoff game, it was all Ben to Vance. And right. Ben loved Vance. Yeah. So I, I could see that happening. Uh, let me bring up some of these comments real quick. Um, Jerry Cherry, excited about these players for years to come. Um, Tyler W, over under five TDs to Muth. I'm going to say over. I really will. Um James Galway, soft hands that actually catch. John Trent, Friermuth is a baby Kelsey. What am there I? You go. Um, this is a good one here. Shaquille Gregory, dominant persona. They said that he was having health issues. Yeah, he had those shoulder problems, but he's fine now. And yeah. this is this is one of my favorites here. Dallas Quinley, a baby T-Rex is still a T-Rex. Amen. <laughs> you gotta love that. So I, I'm still calling him a wild card. A lot of a lot for what Mule um, Skinner said, you know, it's got to give him time. But once Ben finds him, that's when Ben finds him. The wild card kind of ends. And I think right. he can, I, I think he'll be a stud for this team. Now, since 2004, the Steelers have picked three tight ends from Penn state. I'm sure, you know, the one easily, the one from 2015, you could probably spout out just like that. Jesse. The one from 2004, Jesse James. Yep, you got it. The one from 2004, if you could spout that one out just like that, and uh, your eyes are closed, so I know you're not Googling I'm, it. I'm, th I'm, wore, thinking, I'm, I'm trying to think. He wore number uh, 88. I don't know. Matt Kranchik. Oh, I wouldn't. I never, never, never would I have gotten that. <laughs> he, he came in the Ben draft. 
And I went to a game in 2005 and I was like in San Diego and I was on the visitor's side. We were on the 50 yard line. I was about seven rows up and I could not see because Matt Kranchik was standing in front of the bench, right in front of me. the entire time. <laughs> That big. And I, Oh yeah. He was huge. He was <laughs> a big dude. So <laughs> there you go. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my wild card there. The, the other guys we didn't, we didn't touch on. We touched on almost everybody. We really didn't touch on Trey Norwood. You know, that's a guy that they announced today that it seems like, well, they didn't announce, but it's speculated that he is moving to safety, mm-hmm. which is interesting because a couple guys that, that they picked up as undrafted free agents, I absolutely love. They're both at corner. The one is Shakur Brown, who I had a grade. I had a grade in of around fourth rounder for him. Yeah, Michigan State. And Andrew Wilbar. What, let me let me give props to Andrew Wilbar. Um, Andrew, who's also known as Steeler Fan Eleven, um, along with um, Rylan B. and I believe uh, SNW on our uh, on our editorial side. They did all these scouting reports. I thought were fantastic. I used them and I gave them credit for them. But I used them when I was doing my Know Your New Enemy um, articles. So I wanted to put their scouting reports in there on the article. So thanks for the help, fellas. It was uh, it was really nice to have them included because I could put some uh, my thoughts on these guys. And I do. I just put my little blurbs. And some of them are sarcastic. Some of them are funny because that's what I try to do. <laughs> but these guys had good scouting reports. So I wanted to include them as well. So good job to uh, that trio on the editorial side. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Um, great volunteer writers for us here at BTSC. Um, so Tony, these guys I'm talking about Shakur, Shakur Brown is one. And another guy that if you're from Pittsburgh, you know who, who this guy is, you know, who his family is, you know, I believe a nephew of Sean Gilbert, maybe, and a cousin of Darrell Rivas, Mark Gilbert right. from Duke. I watched some highlights from him. My goodness, he is a good corner. He uh, he, 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 he was hurt. Health, he, yeah, he, he was hurt. So he 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 could possibly be a steal. Yeah, and I would love to see what he does. I I really love it. So Shakur Brown and Mark Gilbert, those are two guys that I'm really excited about as well. We have a super chat here from Tyler W. I am excited for first and goal with Ebron Muth. Juju, Claypool, and Najee all on the field. <laughs> wow. How are they going to stop that? There's no way anybody can stop that. Too yep. many weapons right there. <laughs> and if the line gets it together, and we're not saying that they can't, we're, they, the line can get it together. And if they do, they they have the opportunity to run block, block a whole lot better when you've got maybe hopefully a full 16 out of uh, – Dotson, a resurgent, a uh, resurgent David DeCastro, a uh, a healed Zach Banner, they they should be able to run the ball better. Yeah, and and as far as you know, I don't know what like I'm obviously not an expert, but like the shade that people keep throwing over Shooks the last couple of years or on Shooks, I don't I don't understand because he, he I mean he's a, he's been he was he started all last year. Uh, granted, Banner was hurt, but. You know, I mean, they've they've trusted him in the past to start too. So I don't like. Please tell me what makes him such a bad 
tackle. I just want somebody to who knows more about it than I do to tell me about Shukes because I'm I actually like him. I'm excited about him and seeing what he could do at left tackle this year. I I'm looking forward to it. I'm probably I don't get down on a lot of guys. I uh, but I would go ahead. I would always pull for Zach Banner over Chooks. And Lance and I would argue about that all the time. I I was I was definitely one, and I I believe I had the same argument with Dave and Jeff. I was just a big Banner guy. Oh, over, he's a great great personality yeah. over Chooks. And it's funny those guys those guys don't compete. They're best friends. And he told yeah. us that on his interview. I mean, they they are the best of friends, and they're uh, they know that if one gets one spot, the other is going to get another spot. And even last year, one was going to get the right tackle, while the other was going to be the tackle eligible. Mm-hmm. So uh, bad equals baby Dave. You know, I'm older. I'm definitely older than Dave Schofield <laughs> by by quite a bit. I would say I'm eight years senior of Dave Schofield. I'm not the oldest one on the team. That's I. He'll probably get mad at me for saying this, but Coach is older than me. KT Smith is older than me. Um, hmm. Shannon might be. Shannon White might be just a couple months older than me, and I'm a couple months older than you, Tony. So there you go. Um, but I've it's got big more. Day next week. But you, yours? Yeah, next week. Uh, schedule day. It's my birthday. Oh, May twelfth. Yeah, that's my. That's it. Me oh, and uh, me and uh, Steve Winwood. Oh, bring me your higher love, Tony. Um, so, hey, let's uh, let's take care of a little bit of uh, news today real quick. And I know the biggest news that everybody's concerned about is the, uh, after 23 years of marriage, the divorce of the uh, Bill and Melanie Gates. So that's, uh, uh, I don't know where they went wrong there. Um, that's going to be very interesting. Um, but no, the, let's talk about some Steeler news here. Uh, Steelers signed Demarcus AC officially out of uh, Missouri. He's a safety. Uh, they had to let two guys go. Um, Corliss Waitman, the punter, which kind of makes sense because bringing drafting a punter, you have too many punters there. Um, Waitman was on uh, the practice squad all of last year. Charles Jones, the tight end as well. And the biggest news in Steeler Nation is the Steelers declining the fifth round, the the fifth year option for Terrell Edmonds. Now, this does not mean that Terrell Edmonds is not on the team in 2020, 2021. Doesn't mean that he's not on the team in 2022. All it means is that they're not going to go ahead and pay him the six plus million that he would be getting that year. They are going to uh, roll the dice on him. And they're going to see how, how he does next year. And then they'll make a decision. Um, that's that's kind of one of those things that uh, <clears throat> one of those things that when you do that, you're rolling the dice. You're, Absolutely. you know, it's a gamble. He could have a great year next year. I kind of like what he does there. Um, Dallas <clears throat> Quinley says, is Killebrew the new possible safety? Miles Killebrew. Who knows? But we don't have to worry about that. You're going to see this guy playing for a contract. If he's not playing for one for the Steelers next year, he's playing one for another team. So we don't see that very often. We saw that with Artie Burns where they declined to give him the the, uh, fifth round. We saw it with uh, Jarvis Jones, but we don't see it very often whatsoever. I'm kind of surprised, Tony. Yeah, me too. Um, 
My my first thought was uh, six point seven million for a, a starting uh, safety in the National Football League. Somebody who would be going into his fifth year uh, seems like you know on the open market. If you bring somebody else in, I mean, what are you gonna are you gonna be able to pay him less than that? Uh, a different safety that you want to be the starter. I mean, those guys make five, six, seven million a year, right? So, but I mean, um, a lot of people think that that's too much. So, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I was surprised too because he certainly is a couple of levels higher than Artie Burns and Jarvis Jones as far as his um, what he's been able to do since they drafted him. So, yeah, I was, I was pr- pretty shocked. You know what? I'm uh, actually I'm surprised, but I'm. It didn't change my day whatsoever. I'm neither here nor there on it because it's going to shake out because you got to think about with the fifth year tender. I mean, those guys, they can still leave. They're still leaving after that fifth year. Right. You know, so this is just, they're not guaranteeing him the fifth year is what they're doing. They're basically telling them that we're going to uh, let you go into free urgency, free agency earlier, or we're going to make a play to keep you. But it's not the death knell. It's not like you're cut. So he's still right. here. Right. Yeah. So and and you've got you've got Minka who came out. They uh they just guaranteed Minka one. And two other guys that the Steelers, every all the fans wanted the Steelers to trade up for in that draft. Um Mr. Um Landon Von is it Landon or Vanderesh? Vanderesh. Layden uh I forget his first name, but um, Vandenesh with Dallas and Rashawn Evans, another inside linebacker for the Tennessee Titans. They did not, they did not get those uh, that fifth year option picked up either. So it's really interesting, and they they aren't considered busts as well. But right. that's just the decision that was made. So with that being said, I've got one last thing to talk about, Tony here. And I don't know if you know what today's date on the calendar is. It's May 3rd, which doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot to anybody unless it's your birthday or your anniversary or something significant happened on that day. But tomorrow, it's not really a significant day, but in pop culture, it's a huge day. May 4. May the 4th be with you. (laughs) So with that... You are going to see something special on the second half of the Scobro show tomorrow night. It is kind of going to be like an after party, but it's going to be on the second half of the Scobro show. Rich and Dave, the Scobros, are going to have the May 4th, the Star Wars Day mock draft for the Steelers. They're going to draft players for the Steelers. And I got to say this. You know, we have been they're gonna wrap up the draft tomorrow in the first half. But if if you're like if you want news all the time, you've you're getting draft news and draft recap on every single show. You're gonna have them on every single one here. We're just gonna have some fun on that second half of the show. They're gonna have they might have some special guests on the show too. But join those guys tomorrow for the second half of the Scobro show for the Star Wars mock draft. It's going to kind of wrap up the draft and celebrate Star Wars Day, May 4th. I will tell you one guest star that is not going to be on it, and it's going to be Jeff Hartman, who has never seen a single Star Wars movie whatsoever. (laughs) And refuses to. Wow. Not buying into the phenomenon. Well, that's how I am with The Godfather, so there you go. 
So, so we're we're gonna have fun with that tomorrow. And so, if you want all of your Steelers draft news, all the all Steelers talk, you're gonna get it on the first half of the show. On the second half, they're gonna have some fun, well deserved fun. And I think you'll have fun with it too because we are going. They are going to be debating, uh, and what they're going to debating some of these picks and where they should play and why. And if you're a fan of the movies, you're. It's just going to be a blast, or it's going to be a blaster. <laughs> so for Tony Duffio, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. From BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We had a lot of fun wrapping up the draft here on The Hangover. We will be back next week as well. But for Tony, my name's Brian once again. We ask you to do three things. Be safe. Be true to yourself. And always be behind the steel curtain. And just when you think you've got all the answers. We keep changing the questions. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.